Want to support the show and get some cool rewards just as a bonus for being awesome? Head on down to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up today. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 485. Thank you, Lucas. I love you. Um, I almost forgot there, but Lucas has got my back. Lucas, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing just dandy, my friend. I slept for like 12 straight hours yesterday, so I'm wide awake and ready to go. Woo! I also had some weird dreams, but it was one of those things where as soon as you stop dreaming, you can't remember what you had a dream about, so I'm sure it was fine. I think The Rock was there. God, I don't remember my dreams, but I think I would remember Dwayne Johnson. Um, Steve, how are you doing tonight? Do you remember your dreams? Um, no, actually, I very rarely do. I just occasionally remember one person that's in them, and then I go up to him and I'm like, "You were in my dream last night. Really? What was it about? I don't know." <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we have, um, wait, that's not Justin. Who, who is this guy? How, how are you doing tonight, Matt? We have a special guest star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how are you doing? Why don't you tell the people who you are and what well, you're Well, hello, about? everyone. Uh, my name's Matt Smith. I am not the doctor from Doctor Who. So, sorry. Um, and I used to be co-host on the Podbash <laughs> show Level 22, which is now extinct. Bible thump and chat. Um... And I used to work for GameStop for five years. I love video games. I've, I'm really into podcasting as well. I, I've listened to these guys. It's a great time. And I'm really happy that they have me uh, on their show. Are you? Awesome. We're glad to have you. Are you also wearing a Radio Ronin shirt? No, this is a TSM, Team Solo Mid. Oh, okay, because I just saw the logo and I'm like, that looks very similar. No, I don't have the money to be a producer for Radio Ronin. Gotcha, gotcha. Fair. Well, uh, we have an awesome show here for you tonight. Um, so we're actually just going to hit it right away. We're going to go into the break and we'll be right back because it is packed. So be right back. Love you. Like Infendo? Wear Infendo. Our merch shop has a whole new look at a brand new place. Come check out the new and improved gear at infendo.com store. All right, we're back, and it is time for some news. Some breaking news, actually. This was not planned at all. Um, when did Nintendo announce that they were having this Nindy Direct anyways? It was not too Monday. long ago, right? Yesterday? Yeah, Monday, Monday was yeah. a day full of so, announcements for me. They seem to like to do um, the directs right on the time that we have shows, right? And I, I'm well, yeah, let, let's be real. They're finally listening to us. They've taken Nintendo tunes and they've done their own spin on that. <laughs> now they're giving us news on Infendo Radio Nights. So all they need to do now, Nintendo, is just start sending us games for review and we'll never ask anything else of you again. Until we promise. Until they do. Yeah. Until they do, yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, let's get right into it because there was a lot of cool stuff. Um, so yeah, the I guess the at the top of the show, and I was really confused. I didn't know what I was watching. But there was that uh, Cuphead little reenactment. There was that dude in the black and white um, sequence or whatever. But yeah, then they announced Cuphead. And I think we kind of sort of knew it was coming. We didn't know it's when we were going to know that it was coming. Did we really? Yeah. Because I had given up hope. No, I knew somewhere. Well, 
Well, you know, it's here now, man. I mean, Cuphead on the Switch, that's actually part of the reason why I've beaten that game, but there's like so much to do after you beat it to like 100% it. I haven't done that because it's on. I own it on an Xbox One and I just want to have it on my Switch. Well, you know, it's coming out next month, too. It's like, I think the 15th yeah. or something like that. So, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. is it that soon? Holy yes, friend. that's super it's exciting. That Another soon. April game. Great. I'm assuming that we're going to get all the DLC with it, too, <laughs> which would be nice, because there was some DLC, like, updates and stuff, right, that came out, so... Yeah, presumably it's going to come with all of that, so, yeah, let's... Did they, I, give, I think us, that, did they give us a price I, I don't know if no? they announced that in the actual Direct. Hmm. What was that, Steve? Do we... Did they give us a price yet, or no? no. Or just a release date at this point? Um, I, I'm not sure that we got price, okay. either. I would assume it's as much as it's always been, but, you know. Yeah, I think it's 20 bucks on Xbox, so I imagine that's what it'll be on Switch. Twitch, if you find out while we're doing the show, let us know and we'll call you out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, yeah, so I guess what else excited you guys about that one? Besides, do we want to talk Zelda, I guess? Might as well, since that's the only other game I have any interest in. (laughs) I've got one more. (laughs) Zelda, Cadence of... Nonsense. What Cadence was it of Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule. That's a game. So that's um, actually that's actually kind of cool because Cadence is the main character from Crypt of the Necrodancer, and to put that as kind of a joke on the title itself, that's kind of a cool little touch. I did not realize that that was a play on words like that. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, um, she's the main character from Necrodancer. I never really had much of an interest in Crypt of the Necrodancer. Everyone I've talked to has said it's really good and I should try it. But you know how I am with indie games, and you know I wouldn't play it. And but now I have to because game. now it's Zelda, and I can't not play something Zelda-related. So. Well, but are you going to play Necrodancer, <laughs> or are you just going to play Cadence of Hyrule? I'm just going to play Cadence of... Unless, okay. okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to play Cadence of Hyrule. That, and if mm-hmm, I... if I, mm-hmm. if I like, Because when I did Persona 5, again, everything in my life goes back to Persona. When I did Persona 5, it was like, okay, I just want to see what this Joker fellow was all about for my Smash Bros. And now I'm playing Q3 and 4 at the same time. So um, Cadence of Hyrule, if it's just average, and it's like, okay, that was a Lynx crossbow training-esque experience... Mm. I'll be done with it, and that'll be the end of it. If I fall in love with it, then yeah, I'm going to end up playing Crypt of the Necrodancer, which I think is exactly what they're hoping will happen, right? People will come in because of the Zelda, you know, allowance, and then it's like, oh, neat. I enjoyed this game. I should play the original, so. And see, I don't know about you guys. I know exactly what's going to happen when this comes out. I'm going to play it for about 10 hours. And then I'm yeah. never going to play it again, just like I did both times I bought Crypt of the Necrodancer. Well, to be fair, is Crypt of the Necrodancer that long of a game? It always struck me as like a 10, 15 hour game. It's just like the playthroughs of that are very similar to Binding of Isaac, where they, you know. Yeah, it's, it's... roguelike, right? Oh, right. well, there goes my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and shout out to Brianosaurus. Um, it, uh,. God, what was the last Cuphead is available for pre-purchase, I think. So I'm looking that up right now. Oh, yeah, oh, really? that's right. Anyway, right, Crypt right. of the Necrodancer. Lucas, when are you buying it? Shop. <laughs> when are you buying uh, Crypt, Yeah, I'm excited Lucas? for that one. Yeah. Um, there was one other game that, forgive me, I don't know the name of it, but it was called like it was called like the Autumn or the, the Foliage or something. I don't know. It was something like that. 
And um, when I saw the gameplay of it, it reminded me of this really old, like, PS Vita game that was out a long time ago. Where it was like you, you like, made, the, you were like a god, and you, like, made creatures, and they, like, did stuff and battled. And that's what that game looked like to me. So mm-hmm. that might be interesting. But I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, so I'm hoping one of you remembers it. The only game that comes to my uh, head that's like that is Black and White too, but that was that for was computer. that was the game that it looked like. It looked like Black and White, which thank you for that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it had that same kind of vibe. So. I think you're talking about Overland. Was that it, Overland? Is it the one? Is was it the one that was like the turn-based survival game? Yeah, it was, that like, was like post-apocalyptic. Like, make these creatures and have them do battle. Yeah, that kind of thing. I think that's the one that you're talking about. Um, that one was actually made by. So, did you, any of you guys ever play the phone game Cannibalt? It was like basically just a runner. It had really cool music. No, well, but now so I'm interested. Now. <laughs> now I'm interested though. I like runner games. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, that that one did look really cool, actually. Um, I, 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 a lot of these games looked really good. Like, so there was this game, the Double Fine game. I don't know if you guys saw that one. It was called Rad. Um, that rad. one looked really cool. It, w- it was like a. It looked rad. It did. <laughs> it was. It was a the three D roguelike. I think it, that's the one that had the um, the guy was holding a chainsaw, right? I think mm. so. Yeah. I I might have skipped through that one. Oh, yeah. Actually, Cuphead's twenty bucks. Doesn't say if it comes to the DLC. And we're back to Cuphead. Sorry. Just like the Nintendo Direct, <laughs> we're pretty much just focused on Cuphead. Yep. Yep. Right. Um. Uh, did anything else stand out to you guys? Or Blaster that Master kind of... Zero Two. Don't know where it falls in the Blaster Master timeline, but I will be buying that game tonight because I have some extra gold coins lying around. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I really enjoyed Blaster Master Zero, and I saw that we got the original Blaster Master on one of the updates for this. What is it? Nintendo NES Online Service. Yeah. Switch Virtual Console thing I'm going to do. Free NES games. Yeah, so I'll be trying that one out too around the same time. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, yeah, there was a there was a lot of games announced. I'll just, I'm just going to read the list before we end this segment just to, to be, I For guess, those of you who watch Infendo Radio for the news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, started off with, it. Didn't, this isn't in any order, but it started off with Cuphead, and then we had the Cadence of Hyrule, the Crypt of the Necrodancer, um tie-in then we had stranger things 3 oh which that comes looks out the fun same day oh my god me really me and my Steve. wife are gonna be dude it's like a it's cool it's yeah. like a what is that eugene and i looks like zombies ate my neighbors yeah and it's co-op okay. i think it has local yeah. and online co-op eugene back to the and list i like the show so <laughs> there was a game called uh, Red Lantern. That one actually looked... So I, I do want to... Uh, be- Sorry, I, I want to jump in here. So Red Lantern was um, stood out to me because this was one of the first times, if not the first time, that I remember Nintendo bringing on a developer or a director to actually talk about games. There was that lady the, um, that... Um, I forget her name. Wish I would have written it down. But like I thought that was really cool to highlight not only uh, an indie developer, director, but a woman in gaming too, because that doesn't happen very often. So, you know, that was cool. That one was called Red Lantern. That was the sled dog game thingy. Oh, yeah. Um, then we had Rad, which we talked about. We had Katana Zero. We had um, Nuclear Throne. Super Crate Box, which is, I mean, just a good name. Mm-hmm. We had um, Vlambeer Arcade with Ultra Bugs. I'm sure I'm butchering that name. 
Ooh, that My Friend Pedro game actually looked cool. The one with the banana. I oh, yeah. One. I had um, seen that advertised a long time ago at, I think, last year's E3. Yeah, yeah. So that one looked interesting. Um, then we had um, Creature in the Well, Blaster Master Zero, which Steve has already purchased. We have Pine. We have Bloodroots, Overland, Darkwood, Neocab, which actually looks cool. It's like a, almost reminded me of a Professor Layton-y type of thing. Uh, hmm. or, sort, no, not Professor Layton. Uh, I guess a Phoenix Wright-y type of thing, sort of. Hmm. And then Either uh, way, finally, Lucas is Swim now. Sanity. That game looks kind of <laughs> cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had so, actually forgotten um, I guess about the kind it of... until you mentioned oh, it, but my friend Pedro was one that I had a lot of interest in from E3, so happy to see yeah, that Yeah, that one's, that one's coming soon, too, so yeah, I'm excited about that as well. But uh, I guess, yeah, to tie things off before we end the segment, if you're interested in indie games, get on the eShop. There's a bunch of indie games on sale right now um, up until the 27th of March, so get your indie on. All right, so we're going to take a little break, and we will be right back. We're poor. We need help running this amazing podcast we have here. Give us a hand over at uh, patreon.com slash radio. And we're back. It is roundtable time. Um, we've got an interesting topic for you guys here tonight. So um, this week's roundtable is games we shouldn't like but do. So I'm actually going to take first up on this one because, well, that's what they told me I got to do. Um, so I there's a game on the and this is not a Nintendo game. So let's start start off with that. But there's a game called Final Fantasy 13. That is not a very good game. But for some reason, I have a thousand hours in that stupid game because I had to get like all. Of oh, the that means you made it through the tutorial like, then, all- right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, well done. 13-1 well or 13-2? Yeah, you're not wrong. It, it is not a good game. It really is not. But I love it. I love it. It's really 13. good music. I, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. 13-1 or 13-2, Eugene? I missed that part. Oh, boy. Or, uh, um, have you ever heard of third? No, that game doesn't three. exist. Um, light- the third one is actually probably the best of the bunch but i i played a thousand hours into the first one just final fantasy 13 okay wow a thousand hours guys yeah wow so (laughs) yeah i guess i I have a thousand hours in skyrim unless you have something else you want to say (laughs) but that's a good game so (laughs) so that's actually a good segue for my game um skyrim is a game that by all accounts i should hate I hate open world games. Wow, I like Yeah, like Why? I don't do open world Well, here's the deal. I don't do open world games. I don't like because I find them overwhelming. Like the amount of choices, the amount of directions you can take your character, the character builders alone, I hate character builders. Like <laughs> there are so many things that I hate, but the little bit of time that I did put into Skyrim, which Lucas and I were actually talking about last week, I put 4 hours into it in one sitting. And then dropped it because Hyrule Warriors came out that night. But he was that addicted. is a game that I think once I finally finish Hyrule Warriors, I think it's I'm going to be bouncing between Skyrim, um, actually playing that game for the first time on the Switch, and um, completing Monster Hunter. Like 100%ing Monster Hunter is going to be my next big push. But yeah, can, I can easily I see myself I wish playing I could a go thousand back hours to when I never played Skyrim. 
Yeah. Well, and I was I, I, I was I, working I, at GameStop I for still the Skyrim. Am, so. I, um, yeah, I was working at GameStop for the 11, 11, 11 release of the original Skyrim. Jeez. Oh God. I'm gonna have to ask you off air which location you worked not? at because I think we worked at GameStop at the same time. It's quite possible. We'll talk about that on the next break. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so just real quick, Skyrim. Real quick before I break into my game, Steve. Um, I was just talking about this with my roommate like tonight. The uh-huh. the whole character editor thing in Skyrim is my bane because I will make a character and I'll be totally fine with that character for like a half a day. And then I'll get back into the game and I'll be like, I want to be something else. And then I'll go back and I'll restart the game and I'll start over as a new character. And I'll be fine with that for half a day. But then I'll miss the old characters. Then I'll re and I do that over and over again. Well, so. see, I because of how much I enjoyed the time I put into Skyrim, when I heard Prima was going out of business making strategy guides, yeah. um, I knew that the price of the of strategy guides that you can still buy on eBay and Amazon and whatnot are going to go up. Yeah. So that day I got on Amazon and bought a like, you know, semi-used copy of the 1100 page Skyrim special edition strategy guide that has like mm-hmm. everything in it, all the DLC and everything, just so I can have a physical copy for when I do play that game. Nice. Jeez, so. that's you. Hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, me. <laughs> okay. So my game is a Sega game, but it's not um, It's not Sonic Adventure 2, Eugene. It's not even Sonic God. Adventure 1. Um, but it Sonic. is a Sega game on the GameCube that, by all accounts, I should not really enjoy as much as I do. And it is a heavy nostalgia factor for me. Um, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg is a thing that existed once upon a time. And That's actually a good game, See, though. I think that it's a broken game. But I used to play... Um, okay, so like when the GameCube came out when I was... How, when did the GameCube come out? 2001? So I was 10. So like the GameCube was like my prime like video gaming machine as a young child entering into teen years. So like we played Kirby's right. Air Ride, we played Time so Splitters old. 2 and 3, we played Billy Hatcher. And those were the games where we were still young enough, but not so young that, like, we didn't understand how to play, you know, together, where we would make up, like, our own rules. So we would, like, cordon off parts of the field, and each part would be, like, a base, and we could only attack the base if we had, like, so many things. So, like, we would, like, spend just hours hatching different monsters and using them to fight each other, and, like, it always ended in us hating each other and going home for the day in really pissy moods. (laughs) But, like, for whatever reason, that was one of the games that we put a lot of time into as kids so even though like you go back and you play it it's a fine game but it is it is a weird game it's it struggles as a platformer and it struggles as anything else but it still has those warm fuzzy nostalgia filled moments for me so billy hatcher so so i've heard a lot of people actually say and i don't agree with them but they say that billy hatcher is a better katamari damasi what say you uh, well, it's not really a Katamari Damacy at all. I mean, I guess it kind of is because you are growing the eggs as you're, like, running mm-hmm. over stuff and collecting stuff. But, you know, it is. It is a better Katamari Damacy. <laughs> Boy, I flipped quick on that one. Yeah, um, you did. Holy shit. Well, because, like, I recently <laughs> played Katamari Damacy, and I was excited for it. But it's over in, like, two hours, and there's very little to it. It's it, Katamari Damacy is a better Elibits. But Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg is a better Katamari Damacy. Oh, so. boy. Now we're just getting into the weeds, aren't we? 
That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, Matt, do you have a game that you like but shouldn't? I have a couple. Uh, One for the nostalgia factor, um, Pokemon Puzzle League for the N64. Oh, now you're hitting me where I live. Oh, I've... The music in that game alone. I don't think I've raged the game is when I lost to Gary in the Elite Four in that. Mm. I almost broke a controller <laughs> because of that. I and it's it. always like when you're like almost there to beat him and then he just blocks your entire screen. I hated that, but I love that game. If I could find it, I'd buy it immediately. Um, and then for a more recent game, um, I don't know if you guys have ever played it, but Sleeping Dogs for Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS3, PS4. I've heard mm-hmm. of it. It's made by the guys who did the True Crime, uh, or uh, what, were the, what was it called? True Crime LA, right? Uh, for like PlayStation 2. It's kind of like a Grand Theft Auto knockoff yeah. game where you're a, you're a, uh, you're an undercover cop in Beijing or Hong Kong, and you're doing all these like illegal activities, but you're doing it for the right reason. It's a really basic, basic storyline, but a very, very fun game. And that one I can't recommend enough. And like all the reviewers gave it like a five or a six. So I mean, I, I love that game though. I yeah, I've heard mixed things about that game, but everybody that I've talked to that is that likes that game talks about it very passionately. So I and I just haven't picked it up. I wish it was a Switch game. Maybe they'll uh, port it over. Maybe, there. but I don't know. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's been free with games with gold, and it's been free with the Game Pass a few times. So sure. I just thought of another one, if I can. Yeah, do Lucas, it. How many, how many times? I, I've got another one too. So I kind of have t- another one. How many times did you hear me say I should not like Splatoon? But when that mm-hmm. listener more or less bought it for me, I've yep. put like 115 hours into Splatoon. Yeah, that game is amazing. But I hate shooters. I hate online games. Um, yeah, so I have no reason to like Splatoon. The single player is awful, and in my opinion, in my unpopular opinion, I hate the single player. But I've put 115 hours into that game because Actually, it's so much fun. That's a pretty popular opinion. Most people hate story. Just Jay-Z likes story. Oh, okay. okay. Jay-Z Beast is really into it. Pretty much the rest of <laughs> oh, the God. world has a problem. No, I, I got to like the second world on story mode. I'm like, I'm out. Done. No more. <laughs> I pushed through it for the sake of all my gear. Um, so this one, this one is weird for me. Because I'm I'm kind of a Metroid snob, and my taste in Metroid is very different from everyone else. And if you've watched the show, you already know this about me. But um, Metroid Other M was a game that I played on the Wii, as did everyone who owned it, because it only came out on the Wii. Um, and I got through it, and I was like, Tour de Force, Masterpiece, 10 out of 10, Game of the Year. And I went online, and it was like, this game sucks. This game is garbage. And I'm like, what? Like, everyone else in the world had a different opinion than I did. I was shocked, because I loved it so much. So I don't, I don't know why. Um, and I've also told this story on the show. But every few years, I go back, and I, um, I play it again. Just to see, like, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe the fact that, like, I read the manga as a kid, it's like, okay, so he has some bias toward, like, the characters being in it and stuff. And maybe I'm just different, and I'll, I'll have a different opinion on it as an adult. But, like, I go back and I play it, and every time I play it, I love it. So I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I like it. I can't get through the Prime games. I am who I am. Love me for it. That's, <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I find that... Um 
all very confusing because you hated the Prime games too. Although I didn't think Other but, M was but, as bad as everybody thought it was. So, but you see, know. when you think about it, they're like diametrically opposed games because the Prime games are like completely told through like the encounters you have in the game. The entire thing is first person. It's very exploratory. And then Other M is completely heavy narrative-based with tons of cutscenes and plot and everything. You're basically sure. pushed down a straight path and, you the know... The exact there's, opposite of a Metroid it's like, game. It's like 80% third person. Yeah, Other M is like the equivalent of Metroid... What was that game? The one with the X-Virus. Fusion. Yeah, Fusion. Which, in my opinion, is probably one of the better 2D so Metroid good. games. I think that's the best see, I love, one. I, I, aside from Super see, Metroid. I love Super Metroid, but I think I love it more for the nostalgia factor than like the straight up like because you can get lost game in there. Play. And the free exploration thing is cool. It was a lot cooler like 25 years ago when it was kind of new and fancy. Now it's kind of like okay, here we go, time to explore for 40 hours while I try to remember what I drew on this handmade map. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked Fusion because it had a lot of um, very good improvements over Super Metroid. Like, the, like for example, the map, the mini-map. I don't think there was a mini-map in Super Metroid, right? So that was a freaking very welcome. Maybe there was a mini-map. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I think, think there was, was in Super Metroid. Things, like, it was pull up with the start, and it was kind of weird because it was kind of in 3D, I think. Which, yeah, yeah Met- that's right. Metroid it was kind 2 of, okay, yeah, is I, the one that didn't have the mini-map, and that was awful for it. Metroid True. T- Metroid True. Metroid 2 was a difficult trek <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, it, it took me about 12 years to beat that game. Sure. I, I, did, I also liked on Fusion that they added the ability to, like, you know, grab onto the ledges and stuff like that. That was new for Metroid at the time, I think, too, so that was very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of good things about about that game and the story was good like you know like i liked it i I did um but i'm gonna cut in with another game that i should not like man i don't know if any of you guys have even heard of this game there's this game on the wii called opuna it was like this uh this freaking little character with like yeah I'll, i'll shoot a link in the in the in our chat here but uh yeah it's it was just a bizarre game and i loved it and i don't know why but um, it was, uh, you could play it actually with one hand, you, but it wasn't the, um, the Wii huh. remote that you were using. It was the nunchuck that you were using. So hmm. you could play the game with only the nunchuck. And what was cool was that you would um, attack your enemies by, um, like there was like this ball that would go at them. And it, you can either shoot it at them straight, curve it to the right, or curve it to the left. And how you did that was by moving the nunchuck left and right. So it was kind of neat that way. It was it was a very simple ter- um, turn-based RPG that you know you just kind of attack in that way. But um, I liked it, system, and it was. Uh... I'm sorry. It has a job system. I see. Yeah, yeah. It was. It. Was, I mean, for what it was, it was pretty deep. I. I. I don't know that a lot of people thought it was a good game, but I thought it was fun and very interesting. There's a lot of um, interesting ideas in that game. So, uh, yeah, Opuna. It was something else, man. (laughs) All I remember of Opuna was when I was working at GameStop, and it was like a $70 game. So, fun fact, um, the (laughs) the game got about a 7 out of 10, generally, but it released in Japan on the same day as Super Mario Galaxy. So Ouch. it didn't sell very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a good, uh, yeah. not a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yeah, um, I don't know if 
like like Matt said, it's probably really expensive to find. But if you find a copy somewhere, maybe pick it up. At least if it's on the cheap, anyways, you know. Look into it. And while we're just recommending fun games, you should get Dokapon Kingdom because that's a really good game on the Wii as well. That's another really expensive <laughs> one that we always had at GameStop, at least 50 bucks pre-owned. I really, I, <laughs> I recommend it. Good game. Best with other people. Make some friends, bring them over, play Dokapon Kingdom, never talk to them again. <laughs> <laughs> never talk to them. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, um, did we have any other games that we wanted to hit before we took a little break and got into Nintendo Tunes? Nope. Nope. Okay, awesome. Well, we will be right back um, after this. If you want to suggest a song for Nintendo Tunes, you can too. Just head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up at the $2 tier. And we're back. It is Nintentoons time. This is a great time. Everybody loves Nintentoons. If you don't know what Nintentoons is, well, you are in for a treat. So what we got going on is I have 10 games, and I have songs from all 10 of those games, and these guys are going to try and guess what games those games are. Lucas is going to guess what the the games are. (laughs) (laughs) I love any compliment that matters myself. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) You want more? Just play Smash. Uh, so, yeah, right. So um, we do actually have a couple of Patreon Patreon suggestions. So that's fantastic. Let's start with the first one there. Um, like Lucas told you at the top of the segment, if you want to go in and recommend a game, you can too at the two dollar level at Patreon.com/InfendoRadio. All right. So let's start with. Actually, you know what? I'm going to start with one of mine. Because um, I want to tell you guys about what the theme is. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, the Patreon suggestions do not have a theme. That's okay. But mine do. And this week it is every game that I chose, the main character wears gloves. Oh, yes. <laughs> Matt's just like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they excited about uh, this? You're I wore about the to wrong find shirt. Out. <laughs> so, all right. Without further ado, let's start with the first one. We're not going to do a lightning round one first, but this might turn into a lightning round. I don't know if you guys have ever played this game. So, here we go. Is the audio too loud audio by chance? No, it's perfect. perfect. Okay. And so is your voice. I love it. Figured it out, I think, uh-huh, Steve. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, this is the most right. crystal clear our audio has ever sounded on this show. Good job. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you a hint yet. Well, I'll give you a hint, but you guys probably already guess it. This game was released on the Game Boy. That severely limits my chances of getting this. Okay, Matt, this is me and you. Here's, Here's our next. first point. <laughs> you guys are not on a team yet. <laughs> That's not how this works. Here is your next uh, track. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I tell you this was on the game? Yeah, yes. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I'm a liar. Yes. This game was actually on the Virtual Boy. Oh, oh then I'm all the way Mario out. Tennis. I, just, I played one game on the Virtual Boy. Is it Mario Tennis? <laughs> is this Wario Land? Or Wario? Hey! It is Mario Tennis! <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Steve got so excited! 
Maybe that hint was. Maybe I shouldn't have given you that hint yet, but it's all right. We already got For those there. Of you listening, all right. I guessed Mario Tennis. Steve guessed Wario Land. Eugene said it is Mario Tennis, and, and Steve I'm like, yes. We're in the air. <laughs> like ten seconds. I'm gonna go back to my hamburger that has both bacon and beef in it. <laughs> and that's why you watch the live it's show. It's weird because I thought this music sounded like Mario Sports music, but I didn't recognize it. That's why. Also, for our yeah, for right? our audio only listeners, I want you to know that not only did I not swear, I flipped Lucas off. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're gonna move on into our next track. This one is gonna come from a uh, patron. Music. This one. Oh God. Uh, hold on. Actually, I just want to make sure I get this one correct. Rayman. Suggestions this week. Yeah, right. That was a good night. <laughs> Guess what game this is? Wasn't it Eugene? All right, so this one comes too. from Malik Emerus. Here we go. It's quiet, so just shh. Be careful, it's a trap. Oh, Black Flag. Skyrim. Damn it. Wow! I'm really Lucas. sorry, guys. Okay, you guys are on a you guys are on a team. Let's make this interesting. Wow, that was cool. I really liked like, this game. Quick. I like 100 percent of this game. It's all I did one summer. That was. Sad. Jeez, Lucas. Uh, okay, so we're gonna move on to our next suggestion from minus 64. Um, away we go. This one does not follow our theme. I've already forgotten. But it has great oh, yeah. music. God, I feel like I should know this. Resident Evil Before 4? Before I give hints, I'm... Ooh, no, nope, no, no. Zero no. or one? It is not a Resident Evil okay. game. Okay, thank you. We do that a lot, by the way. Mario Party 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, super. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you your next track and your first hint. So this game um, appeared on the Nintendo Switch, but it did not first appear on the Nintendo Switch. It was Axiom released Verge. first on... Wi- uh, no, it is not Axiom Verge. It released first on Windows, Mac, Linux, and then later on iOS and Android. Is this Undertale? Mm-mm. Damn. It would have been cool. It would have been so cool, Lucas, if you had gotten that. Everyone would have thought you were super cool. But Octopath Traveler, is it? I think it? this one... Mm. No. It is not Octopath. Also a good guess. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one, I think. So I'm going to give you another track and another hint. Um, so this game, um, I guess, would be considered indie. It was released in a humble bundle back in the in 2013. So, but keep in mind that this game didn't hit Nintendo Switch until this year in February. So it just and came it was out. pretty much just on PC and phones until then. Correct. Then Switch. Well, no, it's 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 been on since it's been on PlayStation 4 is, and, and pretty much is everything. Switch Xbox the and only Nintendo console it's been on. Or was it on Wii U as uh, well? Yes. No, only Switch. Crap. And the main character does not wear gloves. 
Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Okay. Maybe. Gosh. Here's your next Possible bundle indie Switch game. <laughs> um, the developer of this game is... Analogistic Productions. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Is this like a rhythm or balance or puzzle type game? Well, funny you ask, Lucas. Blank is a game played by exploring a dream world of the game's protagonist, Young. The gameplay involves the use the... of two primary items. No. Is it Ori in the Blind Forest? Is that on Switch? It is not. Okay. It, it is on... If it's not on Switch, it's coming soon, I'm pretty sure. But anyways, the gameplay involves the use of two primary items, a broom, and shoes for jumping. Oh... Oh, I think I've seen the art for this, but I could not tell you the name. Ah. Well, I've only got one track left, so Minus might have stumped Is the main character one. a witch girl? I mean, maybe. Let's look at... Let's see if I can find a... It doesn't matter. I have nothing. Yeah, I, I'm not, I couldn't tell you one way or the other on that one. But it sounds like we might be stumped here. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it. I'm sure I've heard of it, but I couldn't Mara pick a title out of my butt to save my life. Brew. Oh, okay. I okay, thought that was... Okay. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, so I'm going to give you a big hint here. Um, I remember them talking about the games of this, about this game, and describing it a lot like a Zelda game. Blossom Tale. Not Blossom Damn Tale. Damn it, Eugene, you're throwing me off. But close. Well, if it's brooms and you guys give up. If it's brooms and shoes. It's not that water Zelda game clone that I can't think of the name right now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. They were talking about it in Discord last week. You better be paying attention. Mm. Now they're gonna Nothing. know we don't pay attention to the Discord, Eugene. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm calling it here, kids. This game that might have stumped you with is called Anodyne. Anodyne. Oh it yeah! It just came out on the 28th. Very that vaguely comic. sounds familiar, but not really. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Minus, for that. Just came out in eight days, or on the 28th of February. I, I'm. I just came out on the 28th of February. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Like Sorry. literally just a few days ago. I was ago. confused. Or not? Or not too long ago. Okay, so we're back to my tracks here. Remember, the main character wears gloves. Yes. So this game was I, I, um, I, I think you're gonna get it once you hear some of the music so listen to the themes and motifs when I play this game for you all right okay hey, Matt we got this it is still too zero it sounds a lot like muds but it's not is it Oracle of seasons or ages it is not not a link to the whatever that is link's awakening is it no i didn't not. think so but i would have gotten that almost instantly music that i've never heard right. before so this game is a well clearly a game boy game if you haven't guessed that much but here is your next track. 
racing game? It is not a racing game. on multiple systems, but this game's music specifically is coming from the Game Boy. Lucas is trying to distract us. Am I, or am I just getting into it? Wait, it's uh, Pac-Man! Like this is freaking Pac-Man! That was da 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 So it's Pac-Land. Is it? Is Pac-Man? Is it? <laughs> no. Here's your next track. Pac-Man World It Store. is. It is Pac-Man-ish. But what is the title of that Pac-Man game? Nobody can get it. I'm going to give Lucas the point. Do but I'm going to give you guys a second to get it. I don't know what Pac-Man on the Game Boy is called if it's not Pac-Land. It's, but it's not a, tr it's not a traditional Pac-Man game. There, it's, it's something else. Pac-Man World Portable Edition? Alright, let's think this through, guys. We're three smart people. One of us should be able to get this. A non-traditional Pac-Man game on the Game Boy. Did they? It also came to the Super Nintendo as well Pinball? as uh, Game Gear. Did, did they do it? Was Pac Party done that early? It's not Pac Party. It's not Pac-Man uh, Pinball. This is your last track, so Steve I and guess Matt, we're just team, ignoring you guys gotta team guess. up and get Lucas here. No, it's not Pac-Man. Thank you! <laughs> the only Pac-Man I ever played on Super Nintendo, I can't remember the name, I think it was like Pac-Man 2... Super Adventures? Yeah, that one. It, it, it is more of an adventure type Pac-Man game. And it's not, not Pac-Man Land? I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Uh, according to Wikipedia, this game is a rebranded version of the 1993 game Fur Fury of the Furries, also developed by Callisto. Alright. Lucas, you get the point. This game is called Pack in Time. Wow. God damn it. You're pulling <laughs> the obscure tracks right up out of your butt, aren't you? That's okay, because guess what? Lightning it's round. time for a lightning round. So everybody get your butters, buzzers ready. I think this one is gonna go real freaking quick. Although, I'm gonna use one game, or I'm gonna use one theme that might not be so uh, well known, but let's find out. Here comes your next track. Oh, why does this sound familiar? <laughs> I don't. Here's... Alright. Here's the other track that's probably going to be unfamiliar. I know this! <laughs> and then I'm going to get to the two tracks that you're going to know right away. Justin is screaming right. his phone if he listens Are to this. Are you ready for the lightning of the lightning round? Here it comes! Oh, Dr. Mario. Oh. <laughs> Which Dr. Mario was that? What game is this? Is this so this Wii? is Dr. Mario on the Game Boy Advance, and it actually had four different tracks that you can play. Huh. One of them was called, this one's Fever, and of course it has Chill, but then it also had had one called Cough and Sneeze. Nice. Get that from... 
Well, because I worked with a guy at GameStop, and I'm gonna call him out by name, Trevor Brown. <laughs> you went do to school that. with my wife. I don't care if we get sued, he, Trevor Brown. He gave me the lyrics to this song, which I don't know the lyrics to save my life, but it will be. Lyrics? Yeah, there's lyrics. Like, Wait, are you syphilis sure this is just the and da, 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 da. No, like... it's. We'll have to look them up on the break, but. <laughs> I know this song well. Not to mention, I grew, this was another one of those games like Tetris I grew up playing with my mom. Okay, well, the music so. is drowning you out now, so. <laughs> Alright, well, Steve and Matt are on the board. Well done. Here comes your next track. Remember, the main character wears gloves. Here we go. played these games you would you should know what this is about I feel like I have played this game Was this game created by Sega It is not created by Sega Um this game let's find out who it was created by I'm pretty sure I know the answer but I don't want to misinform you guys Okay yeah so this game was um, developed by Hudson Soft here comes your next track, and I'm going to give you a, your first hint. Well, I guess your second hint. Alright, so, remember how um, we had a virtual game, uh, boy game before? We got I'll another one. Out. Here we go. <laughs> virtual boy. <laughs> um, Wario's Woods? Was that a virtual boy game? If it is, it's not this one. I thought it was like a Wario Land game that was on Virtual Boy. Would you like to guess that? So... Is it Wario Land on so Virtual this Boy? Game... <laughs> uh, um, this game also appeared on the PC Engine. I pro I'm not sure that helps much, but um, it was ported to a bunch of stuff. It was ported to the PSP. It was ported to the Super Famicom in um, Japan. I don't think it ever came stateside. Um, it was released on the Neo Geo. It is part of a franchise. So here's your next track. I only owned one. Uh, I owned a Virtual Boy as a kid. I only owned one game, and that game was Mario Tennis. So, <laughs> so you're out. My expertise has run dry on this one, gentlemen. Okay, I'm gonna read to you the um, the plot of this game. And is Eugene really gonna stump us on a Virtual Boy game? Come on, guys. Very well, good. There's like ten of them. <laughs> no, so Justin is so angry. Is falling <laughs> this game is a falling blocks puzzle game. The goal of the game is essentially to cause your opponent to lose by causing their gameplay field to fill to the Did top. Did they do Tetris on the you virtual do, listen to this. Now listen to this. I don't know, but that's not it. If you Listen to this. This is going to, should give it away. You do this by causing chains of bombs to explode, sending useless rubble over to your opponent's field. Puzzle quest? No. Puyo Puyo? This game... Listen to this music again, and remember that it's made by Hudson. Why does Eugene never acknowledge my guess? Because <laughs> he hates you. It is not he just Puyo ignores Puyo. me. Because he wants me and Matt to work. win. That's, that's how you know I'm disappointed yeah, in you. Because... <laughs> is it Bomberman? <laughs> yes, it is, Matt Smith. Yes, it nice. is. I didn't know Bomber. Okay. I got that from when you were talking so about, it, like, the bombs. But I didn't know there was a bomb uh -huh. in the I was like, how many puzzle games have bombs? Like, half of them. 
So it this game is called on the Virtual Boy it was simply called Panic Bomber, but everywhere else it was called Bomberman colon Panic Bomber. So yeah, I'm giving it to you. That's, oh, that's a win in my book. I. In the interest, in the interest of having a close competitive <laughs> game that'll get up viewership, I accept it. <laughs> okay, so here comes our next track. I don't intend this one to be a lightning round, but it Can very well could we get be. A so, score uh, update? get your buzzers ready. Is anybody keeping score? It's three to two. I am. Three to two. Breath oh. of the Wild. Skyward no. Sword. No. Not Breath of the Wild. Not Skyward Sword. Twilight Princess? Nope. Wait. Oh. oh. Pikmin 2, Pikmin, Pikmin 3. Shoot. It is Pikmin <sighs> 3. The Pikmin Sweep! <laughs> I heard that, da -na -na -na, and I'm like, Breath of the Wild! Yeah, I know. I was like, I, I, you really had me going, because I thought as soon as you said that, I was like, not Breath of the Wild, it's got to be Skyward Sword. It had that same... <laughs> well done, well done. All right, so that one didn't turn turn into a somewhat of a lightning round, but uh, this one is not. Here is our next track. I think this one's going to be tough, and mainly because I could only find find a soundtrack that was one really long track. So you know how those go. It is not. <laughs> so I'm just gonna shoot NES game. Mm -hmm. It is not an NES game. This is a Game Boy game. What is with you with all the freaking portable games that nobody <laughs> He was catering to the older audience tonight, Lucas. Apparently. So um, the main. Not only does the main character wear gloves. But all the characters in this game were. All I can think of a, where is Dig Dug. It is not Dig Dug. Dug Dig. Let's see if I can fast forward a little bit here. Same. Same. Okay, that's a little different. I feel like the longer this gets, the less chance we stand because we're later into the game. In the morning, yeah, I know. I was the same thing. <laughs> right, well, you seem to be the only one who actually even thinks they know it. So, w welcome to Nintendo Tunes, Matt. Okay. Um, okay. Hint. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hint here. This game was developed and published by Nintendo. Um, on the Game Boy? Can we get genre? Sports. Is it uh, tennis? It's not tennis. Crap, crap. Mario What's tennis? the other one? Shut up, Lucas. What's the other one? Bases loaded. Hockey? <laughs> it's not bases loaded. You're in the right ballpark. Oh, though. that was bad. Baseball? Gene. It is baseball. It's just baseball. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So this one is baseball. Yeah. Just I could not think of that baseball. to save my life. That was going to be See, my Matt, guess after tennis. You haven't learned yet. When you think you might have it, you just have to shout everything that sounds like the thing you're guessing. 
Baseball, <laughs> base is loaded, base attack, batter's up. I can't think of anything else. Okay, so here comes another lightning round. At least I hope it's a lightning round. If it's not a lightning round, you guys are all fired. Mm, um, that, that always bodes well. Here we go. Is this it? Oh, Ma Mega Man. <laughs> what did you say, <laughs> you little man? No, I said Mega Man. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I can't still even hear it. Mega Man! Okay. Uh, it, it is It is definitely punch out. Oh. As soon as it started playing, I was like, Tyson stole my bike. And then I was like, what is that? Yeah, what is yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, see the lyrics. That's how I got Dr. Mario. <laughs> Oh, that was a fun one. Okay, all right, all right. We're gonna move on to our next. I'm so one. mad at myself. How many do so I, let's get a score recap, I guess, real quick. So Lucas, that pulls you to five. Oh dear. I believe that. Yeah, uh, Lucas is at five, and then that means that Steve, you, and Matt are at three. But that's I okay, because the next rounds are double points if you're on a oh, team. Oh, us together are at three. I was gonna say we can't each be at three, or we'd be at eleven. <laughs> But here's the problem. This is my last track. Okay. So, Triple points if you're on a team. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give. Oh, yeah, because I think that Lucas actually has a distinct advantage in this game too. Oh, by the way. So if you guys, if you guys get it, Matt and Steve, we're gonna give you guys two points, and then we're gonna have one final oh, game. Okay. Then I'm gonna have to pull I out my butt. It. All right, so here we go. Here comes our last track, baby. <laughs> Bayonetta wears gloves. But they're made out of hair, so I don't know if that Hey, they're still gloves. I'm immediately regretting my decision to make this worth two points. <laughs> I picked a I, I picked a track that you hopefully wouldn't get right off the bat. South Park, the Stick of Truth. No. South Park, the Fractured Butthole. That'll piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, Star Fox Zero. <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> we tried, Matt. <laughs> Well done, Lucas. All right, well, uh, Lucas, I don't know if that puts you ahead for the year for Nintendoons, but it's probably really close. We'll have to let Steve get back to us on that one. I was well supposed done. to be keeping score. You have won Nintendoons. It's my favorite Star Fox game. Of course I was going to get it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ask the Infendo hosts the question. Any question. There are no limits. Just go to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and at the $3 level, ask us anything. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. We had a wonderful Nintendoons. We laughed. We cried. I won a lot of points. Um, we are going to jump right into question block, which, as Justin so poignantly pointed out, is the part of the show where you, the patrons, can ask us questions. These questions used to be Nintendo-themed, but something weird happened along the way, and now they're just anything anyone can think of. Um, our first question comes to us from longtime listener and good personal friend, Minus64. He asks... 
Let's do some would you rather questions. Would you rather be able to have and use Pokemon or be able to have and use Cappy? Um, this is really freaking good. Would you rather? Like, first off, I was like, oh, Pokemon. What adult male doesn't want Pokemon in their lives? That's awesome. But you can possess people and do whatever you want in their bodies. That's cool, man. Um, That's cool and borderline creepy. Yeah. I don't know well, if I so can is, answer yeah. this question in good conscience. So is <laughs> so is though having pets and forcing them to fight other pets. I mean, they don't die. Way, I mean, they just faint. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But they do die eventually, right? I mean, like, you're not just going to have Charmander around for, like, 80 years. Eventually, yeah, the tail flame's going to go out. Charizard, and it'll be awesome because you fly around. They, okay, okay, you're, you're swaying. <laughs> here. But still, like, I could walk up to Eugene. I could be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Cappy. And then the, I'm, I'm Eugene for a day, and I can but, run around naked in Provo or but wherever the he lives, New Mexico. The Pokemon Tower does exist, though. I mean, there are dead Pokemon. With all, like, the gravestones and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but then you get a Ghastly, right? Isn't that how Pokemon works? But then, die, well, then my mom was wrong, and the Pokemon didn't just run away, and those are for memories, right? Oh, They're I'm so farm. sorry. To, I'm so sorry to tell <laughs> you that. Um, oh. Yeah, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, awkward. I think, I think I'm going Pokemon, guys. If I get to, if I get to like go out and catch them and train them and battle them with other people, I'm going Pokemon. If it's just like you get Pokemon and no one else in the world does, that's kind of boring. And give me Cappy. That's what I got. I also have to go with Pokemon mainly because I really want, you know, some, like. You want a Pikachu that, in real life. Yeah, right? I want a Pikachu in real life. I want a pet that I can hold in a Pokeball in my hand. Also, using Cappy means something completely different to me from work, so I can't in good conscience say that anyway. Um, my hmm. coworkers understand, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with being able to train Pokemon in real life. I mean, Charmander. Like, think about this from Justin's perspective, and I'm going to bring him up. In New York, he will constantly in the winter not have heat, right? All he's got to do is go catch himself a Charmander of all of them. He's got heat all Lever year long. Boy. Yeah. Lever boy. Yeah. All right. Pokemon. You guys have swayed me. Pokemon. Especially if I can have a Danny DeVito voiced Pikachu hanging out with me solving mysteries. Then it's like yeah. not even a question. Yeah. And I'm sure Eugene would love to tell us what his opinion is. So Eugene, why don't you tell us what that opinion of yours is? <laughs> Yeah, the bees. Um, um, yeah, the you know, with Cappy, you can throw your hat on the bees, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you yeah, can do. Yeah, all over all I, those what, bees. What? I, I don't know. You're, you are swaying me onto this Pokemon argument, though, because I'm forgetting that you can use Pokemon essentially as slaves to do your bidding. And I don't like it when you put it <laughs> that way, This got weird. You just may have swayed us toward using Cappy. Well, but by that same standard, you can also... Basically, anything you possess with the cap... Okay, first of all, Infendo Radio does not support or want slavery to be a thing, but you could <laughs> use Cappy to make slaves. Because it's like, oh, true. you don't want to fix my electricity, Mr. Electrician? Wha-bam! I captured you. Now I have your electrical <laughs> skills, and I've, you know, fixed that. So Yeah, you don't you don't want to give me a better deal, Mr. Comcast telemarketer? Wham! Wham! I'm gonna cappy you, and I'm gonna get some good deals. Like I, think I, I what don't we're know. learning is I'm just very easily swayed because now I want cappy back. I want to go <laughs> off of what Andy's saying. The flying Charizard is tempting, but he's going with cappy. Yeah, you can possess a bird, fly all you want. 
Hmm, good point, good point. All right, Matt, what have you got for us on the Pokemon front? It's easy, it's Pokemon, 110%. I remember being an eight-year-old kid going out <laughs> in my backyard, pretending I had my own Growlithe and fighting against Rattatas out in the backyard. Like, who doesn't want that? I mean, having my own Arcanine get to ride that to work? Come on. Oh, and you don't have to pay oh, for gas. Ride the Pokemon. You don't have to deal with traffic. Well, you can now, now that Let's Go is a thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's Pokemon. I could, my seven-minute my seven-minute drive to work just became a three-minute fly on my Charizard. Yeah. I'm flip-flopping back from my original flip-flop, and I'm going with Pokemon again. <laughs> and if you're on a Pidgeot, you can fly Okay, but, okay, hold on. I mean, come on. One, one, one thing, though, in the games, you can possess a taxi, so why couldn't you, like, possess a, an aeroplane, you know? Wait, you wait, 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 wait. If I pick Cappy, can everyone else still have Pokemon? Because if I could possess other people's <laughs> Pokemon, that would be like the best of both worlds for me. You just you just wish for more wishes, didn't you? Not yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. But you could have a Mewtwo that can control people to do your bidding. Or I could possess that Mewtwo and be a psychic demon lord. Yeah, but then you Think still but then <laughs> or you, you still could have, have Arceus to do your and recreate bidding. the world in your own image. I mean, come on. Or I could possess Arceus. You see where I'm going with this now. Oh, it's the straw. Steve, it's I need you straw. to take us to the next question. I need you I need you to take us to the next well, question. Well, let's talk some more about Pokemon, shall we? Um, <laughs> minus 128 writes in, and he says, Would you rather own a pet Yoshi or a pet Pikachu? Oh, that's easy. For me, that's a given. It's a Pikachu. Yes. However, if we were asking my wife the same question, Yoshi is her all-time favorite Nintendo character. So here in the House of Peacock, we've got, we're going to have to have one of each. I don't know how we're going to pull that off. I guess we're wishing okay. for more wishes too, huh? Look it, look it. Yoshi, you're going to get him. He's going to eat you out of house and home. You're not going to have any food in the refrigerator. He's going to eat your other pets. He's going to eat your wife. He's going to eat all your laundry. You're going to be naked in the street with no one to love you or take care of you. And, nothing and here's Brooklyn Pikachu. Pretty much. Pikachu, on the other hand, is just an adorable little partner who, again, could easily be voiced by Danny DeVito and also be a detective. So, Detective Pikachu, yes, please. Yoshi, yo, I'm good. I'll use you to jump off a cliff. Just don't stab him in the back. <laughs> I got nothing to say for that. And also, who plays as Yoshi when Pikachu's available in Smash Bros? Like, come on. My wife. You could uh, you, you could ride a Yoshi and fly with a Yoshi if the Yoshi eats a blue you shell. You could though, ride so. on a Pikachu if you were willing to break its back, and you can fly with a <laughs> Pikachu if you get the special edition one that knows but fly. You just have to tie from, balloons to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen a Yoshi surf? I'm just saying. Actually, you don't even need a special edition Pikachu anymore. You just got to get the Let's Go Pikachu, and he can fly. Mm -hmm. And he can Steve surf. Just got Steve just got like right into the meadow with that one. Uh huh. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, Lucas. I know my Pikachu's. Damn it. Pika kind of life, and I know Matt's a smart man. He's gonna agree with me because, well, he knows he knows the what the right answer. When is. it comes to Yoshi, how big is the Yoshi? Because he is a dinosaur. Also are we talking okay. giant dinosaur? Are we talking? We're talking same think, scale that he is in the games. So if Mario's an average size yeah. human being. Right, then it's Pikachu. Is he though? Yeah. Has that been? He is grows that, and maybe shrinks at will. No, no, that's a good point. Look at the people in uh, Mario Odyssey <laughs> compared to Mario, and now think about the size that Yoshi has to be. So See, Yoshi's Yoshi actually kind of like, small. Yoshi's he's like, the size he's like of a, a great small Dane. Dog. No, he's the size of a great Dane. <laughs> no, so, I mean, I guess you can ride him. 
Yeah, it's definitely Pikachu. <laughs> Eugene? But but Yoshi can eat the things that you don't like. Okay. Pikachu can eat I'm stuff, too. He, he's, no, he's a mouse. <laughs> they don't eat. So, uh, Minus256 asks, uh, would you rather spend your summer in Hyrule or the Mushroom Kingdom? Oh, man, Minus. All, all these different This is an people, easy one. All yeah. these different people in Minus. Okay. Is it? So, wait, 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 wait. I got a question, though. Is it like, oh, summer fun time, everyone's having a good time, having a good time? Or is it like, oh, no, Ganondorf just destroyed Hyrule and left well, everything in ruin? to be fair, you have that. bleeding in the streets. And you have that same question in Mario. Is it when well, Bowser has yeah, Peach Bowser's, or is it when he doesn't Bowser, have Peach? Bowser, it's like, oh, cartoony violence. With Ganondorf, it's like your lives have ended and you all bow to me. Nah, that, that's right, only in you, one you game. You guys are overthinking this. This question is easy. It's the Mushroom Kingdom because you can go to the Sand World. You can go to the Water World. You can go to a Lava World. There's just all different variety. Granted, in Hyrule, you have a little bit of that too, but you don't have like little big world and stuff like that. Like, come on, guys. Think. Use your heads. And if you're short, mm. if you eat mushrooms, you become tall. True. Yeah. Unless you eat <laughs> the wrong mushroom and then you become Michael Jackson, which, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. Oh, God. Double claw shots. Those okay. are two words, unless they're three. <laughs> Hyrule. Um, no, I mean, claw shot I is can, one word in that. I feel like it's like a nerd's dream to be able to walk down the streets of Hyrule and walk into like any store and be like, I would like that sword, please. So I'm thinking Hyrule, man. I like that Plus, sword, you're short on... break a few of your pots first. Well, and here's the thing. Exactly <laughs> yeah. what you just said. You're short on money. You can just go out and chop some grass or break some people's stuff oh, in their right. house. Well, I mean, if I move like, to California right. and chop right. some grass, I could sell that. You might have heard of me, actually. <laughs> You're oh, not wrong. I'm going high. I'm going high, so, old man. And Eugene's moving old. to California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denver's closer. It's cool. Um, Steve, you said Hyrule... I said Hyrule. Hyrule. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm I still might be Mushroom Kingdom. Matt, I'm Mushroom what, you, what say you? Okay. Mushroom Kingdom. The, I mean, it's an easy choice, right? Like, there's just all kinds of stuff you can do. There's all and kinds there's of variety no, kids. There's no real demons that I have to deal with. I have to deal with a giant turtle, who never wins. And eight <laughs> little turtles. Right. Who are no longer right. owned by their parent. Yeah. Right. I All right, well, sound, uh, Matt, why don't you take us away with Phantom's question? All right, so minus 64. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Phantom. <laughs> Phantom asks, I'll add on to the would you rather questions with would you rather go on a journey with Link to defeat Ganon or Mario to defeat Bowser? It's the same question. Ooh. It's exactly it's, what yeah, we just it's, talked it's about. It's the same question. I'd rather go with Mario. I mean, less chance to die. Like, I just have to look out for potholes. So... So, See, I don't know that this is the same question for me. Like, I, I actually would rather go on an adventure with Link to defeat Ganon if we're talking about like going on an adventure because I've, I think that you know, swinging a sword around well, is a lot cooler than jumping on stuff. Link's or got cooler toys. Taking over people. Yeah. Here's the mm. thing. Here's the thing, though. Um, like the other characters in Mario games, you got like Luigi and Toad and Peach and Daisy. They're all interesting characters who could probably hold their own in like a Mario situation. When you think about it, what Mario does isn't that hard. He fights somebody who always has terrible ideas, 
builds really stupid devices and bad castles and ends up losing. Ganondorf, it's like, okay, there's one guy who's like destined to save the world and everyone else is just normal people and those normal people suck at staying alive. So like, I, I might go Mario on this one. It'd be a lot easier to go out and power up and jump on things than it would be to like, oh God, I have to survive in Link World? Like, what am I doing here? I don't have a Triforce. Link's got the Mario. Link's got the cooler toys, and he gets to hang out with the cooler princess. So I'm going yeah, with but, Link. But that just princess. means. But 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 here's my point to that. That just means you're lamer <laughs> by comparison, man. Because you're not Link. You don't get to do that stuff. You're just some dude in a headset hanging out with Link. When it's Mario, <laughs> it's like Luigi, okay, well, you know. Yeah, exactly. When it's Mario, it's like, okay, well, here's this fat 40-year-old Italian plumber, and then there's you, and you're, like, awesome, because it's like, hey, check me out. I'm a person. With Did Link, you? it's like, oh, well, here's this, like, godly hero of time, and then here's random NPC number 45. Not necessarily. Know? There was Triforce <laughs> Heroes and uh, Four Swords Adventures. Well, yeah, but even in those games, you're still Link. Like, I'm fine no, with it's that. It's not like Link and Jim. It's just Link all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm fine being Blue Link. I'm okay with that. All right, all right. Well, well no, I need man, to be red because screw BYU. Well, I'm hanging out with um, I'm hanging out with Mario on this one. We're gonna go save Peach and then have some pizza and cake. So, <laughs> Matt, what say you? Mario, definitely, easily. It, it's it's not a stressful journey. I'm not afraid of dying every two seconds. And I don't really have zombies going after me unless you count the skeleton Koopas. Right. Okay. Well. Eugene, right. what about you? All right. I I'm, I'm, I already said I'm going going Link. I mean, it just sounds way more fun. To, Enjoy like, being the loser in and... that group out of you and Link. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna? No. Okay. See, see, this is where you're wrong. I'll be one of the very few people of color in that game, so I will stand out. <laughs> You'll be the only black <laughs> guy in Zelda. <laughs> They'll see you and go, who is this? We can't trust him. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Clutch your purse. Your purse. All right, so um, we are going to take a little break here, but we have a special guest joining us after the break, so we will be right back. Ever wanted to see the secret Discord server where we get all of our early access games? You can. Just email us at tips at nintendo.com and get your invite today. And we're back, and we have uh, our regular co-host with us tonight. How are you doing, Justin? There's a hole in my head. <laughs> that will make sense to about three There's the people that again. are watching this live. Eugene, how are we awesome. coming with that soundboard? Well, this is this is why you have to uh, join in the live show and, and watch us on Twitch. But also, probably worth mentioning that we forced Justin and Matt to fight to the death for that fourth slot on the show. And Justin won, so yeah, that's how that worked. Matt's gone. I, I, I always win all the <laughs> yeah. slots. Yeah, well, uh, thank you, Matt, for joining us. We appreciate that. Thank you, Justin, for joining us again. Um, we're going to hit change the system. So, um, Justin, you just popped in. I want to give you the floor first. Um, what games have you been playing? Um, well, uh, I actually haven't been playing much new, although there are a couple things I do want to talk about. I'm still playing Oracle of Seasons. I'm at the end, like literally in the last dungeon, so I'll be jumping into ages probably um, before the end of the week. So kind of excited about finally finishing those. Um... And uh, as I think I mentioned last week, I 
kind of went headfirst into the into the sales on the eShop recently. So, um, and although I haven't played, oh, there's more sales, Justin. Oh, Oh sales. yes, and and I already bought something from from the, one of the current sales. Um, <laughs> but fortunately, I've been hoarding eShop credit and gold coins for months now. So, um, but uh, yeah, um, one of the games I got was Mario Plus Rabbids, and uh, didn't know how I'd feel about that because it is a strategy, a turn-based strategy RPG, which is you know very kind of, uh, the hell's that franchise? Fire Emblem-y? I guess it's often compared to XCOM, which I've never played. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I didn't know how much I'd like it. But, um, I mean, I haven't played a whole lot, but what I've played of it, I like. Um, I like, and I've said this before, like, as far as turn-based RPGs, they're not usually my favorite thing in the world, but, um, I do like when there's a very interactive element to it, like something that makes me feel engaged, and Mario Plus Rabbids has that. Like, there's a whole lot of different things you can do. It's not just select your target, press A, and, you know, move on. Right. Like, you have to... You can bounce off of another player, you can slide into an enemy, and then bounce from that enemy to another location, then attack another enemy, and, like, right now it's pretty easy because I'm still in the learn-how-to-play-the-game mode, but, uh, I can see the battle system being a lot of fun in the future, so, um, I'm very glad that I took the plunge on that. Thank you, Steve, for encouraging me. Not that... Not that I You're needed welcome. the encouragement, but not that I expected Steve to tell me, no, don't get it. Because <laughs> yeah, no, anytime you need me to push you into a game, I'm yeah, there for you, buddy. That's what I figure. That's like, hey, Steve, <laughs> do you think I would enjoy this game? He's like, yes, get it. <laughs> Wait, mm -hmm. this, is this the one that comes with Donkey Kong? Yes, get it. So, um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah, that. Yeah, the DLC alone is worth it. Yeah, and of course I can't access that yet, but I'm looking forward to that because I've heard the DLC is even better than the main game. It is. Uh, um, and again, this is another one of those games that I feel like it's going to be one of those jump into, play here and there sort of thing. There's not a whole lot of story to it, so, you know. But uh, mm -hmm. another game that um, I actually just started playing... And I think it's an older game, but I only just heard about it. I downloaded the demo a few days ago. It's called Oceanhorn. And, uh... Ooh, I heard that one is supposed to be good. <laughs> yeah, that I was mean, the one so I tried to guess on Nintendo's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I only played about, I don't know, half hours worth of it. But it's basically an isometric Zelda game. Um... And, like, the the character designs and, and stuff like that is very, like, almost blatantly Wind Waker, just without the cell shading. But, um, but yeah, the gameplay is very um, top-down Zelda style, but you're looking at it from an isometric, you know, like a 45-degree angle, like, you know, Super Mario RPG style. So, um, but, it, you know, it hits... It, it, in the demo, anyway, it's kind of hitting all the right marks there, and I think uh, if I enjoy the demo enough, I'm willing to pay the money for it, or at least wait for a sale. Um, I say if you like old-fashioned, top-down Zelda games, download the demo, give it a try, because, I mean, you know, I got nothing else to play, and, and you know, except for old Zelda games... And let's face it, the new Zelda game that's coming out this year is an old Zelda game, so this goes to get to a brand new top-down Zelda. 
Unless I want to play one of the DS games and, you know, screw that. Um, uh, I, I think that's that um, <clears throat> that game has piqued my fancy. I, I've already gotten Blossom, Blossom Tales, which is a Yes, one Blossom like Tales I need to play the, more of. Blossom Tales. Yeah, and then there's that Anodyne game that we were talking yes, about. Yes, which is very Link's Awakening specifically inspired, I've heard. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, just ever since the announcement of Link's Awakening on the Switch, I've been on, like, a top-down Zelda kick. I'm like, I need to play more of these. <laughs> Cause so this is, this is a funny thing where I differ from a lot of gamers, and you guys in particular. I'm not big on games that are inspired by other games like that. Like, I'm not I, I usually, always get this thing. but when when there's a dearth of that kind of game, it, you know. See, I just always get this thing where I'm playing it, and I'm like, but I could be playing, like, you know, Link's Awakening again, or Oracle of Seasons, or Ages, or, you know, like, like I, I don't know, that's just always where I end up with those games, which is why I never bought them. Because as, as good as I've heard Blossom Tale is, it's basically Zelda, and I, I know I'd rather be playing Zelda. Well, so well and I think the thing with that is, like... Blossom Tales is very a link to the past, and I've played a link to the past many times, and I know all of its secrets and puzzles, and so there's nothing new there for me. So, whereas I can play Blossom Tales, and it feels almost exactly like playing a link to the past, except it's something new. So where yeah, that's where we so, that's where we split. So so where Nintendo isn't giving us a new top-down Zelda, at least well, I mean. I don't know how new Link's Awakening is going to be, but from you know, as of right now, I don't see any new, like completely original, top-down Zelda's coming out. So you know, it's kind of like the past, what twenty years or so with Metroid, or I guess ten, fifteen, or however long it was, you know, between Metroid well, games. You know, it's like not quite as bad though, because we did just get a Link Between Worlds, like. 40 years ago which so. is halfway original i, I mean, would say i mean the game i would say it's as inspired by well like, yeah as like blossom tales i mean it, it takes place in the same map that's about it i th so. i think I, I think a link between worlds i think of a link between worlds and the oracle games in the same way where it feels like a fan game based on a real zelda game like whereas you know the Oracle games feel like a fan took the assets of Link's Awakening and made their own game with it. I, the Link Between Worlds feels a lot like, hey, let's remake, you know, like one of those game hacks where let's take The Legend of Zelda for Super Nintendo, but make it slightly different. You know, that's like, ne yeah, neither we, of them... We differ a lot on our opinion of Zelda games. <laughs> well, I mean, none of... None of them have that completely original, brand shiny new Zelda game feel, and we don't get very many of those in the 2D subgenre. So, for right now, like where as when we weren't getting Metroid or Castlevania games, everybody made a Metroidvania game. This is kind of what this is to me. I don't have any brand new top-down Zelda games, so the indies are kind of filling that void for me. And uh, and who knows how much time I'm going to spend with either one of them. I played most of the way through one dungeon on Blossom Tales, got stuck on the boss, and stopped playing. So, you know, maybe the same thing will happen <laughs> here with Oceanhorn. The difference is I haven't paid for Oceanhorn yet. So if I reach yeah. a point where it sucks, I never have to put any money into it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, for the most part, it's been that. And just um, I did buy a new product recently that I was going to review, but since I haven't been playing very many games 
least of all with it. Um, I'm going to hold off on that, but just kind of a preview. I did buy one of the Pokken Tournament uh, Hori controllers because I thought it would be good for, you know, Switch games that focus Pokemon on the D-pad. Um, and for the most part it does. I need to put a little bit more time into it. I will definitely say that don't get it for Tetris 99 because without that right stick, you know, you can't target people. Mm. Well, yeah, that was kind of my thought about Pokken Tournament because when it goes from, like, 2D to over-the-shoulder battling, I mean, I always switch to the stick, so... I don't know. I've only... I, I've only ever... I mean, I played it on the Wii U. I can't remember what I mostly use with that, but any time I've spent playing Pokken on the Switch has been... You know, sideways Joy-Con. So, in like, I have a little grip mm. for it, so it feels better. But, um, yeah, yeah, so... Pockin's, Pockin's a really weird game for me with that, because it switches so dramatically between, like, yeah. the two angles. Yeah, it's almost like two I'm different games. Yeah, I'm constantly going from D-pad to stick, depending on what, like, version of the game I And, and you know what? I think I probably do, too. Because, yeah, when you're, when you're on the side view, yeah. it's very much a, you know, 2D fighter. Tekken. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like Tekken, Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. And so, yeah, D-pad. And with Mortal Kombat coming out, I thought maybe this would be a good controller for Mortal Kombat. You know, unless I end up getting those horrid, you know, mini joysticks, which I'd love to have. Yeah. Well, plus you have, like, the Street Fighters and stuff, too, right? Like, you put a lot of money into those, so... Well, I mean, I put some money into them. I bought the, uh, <laughs> I bought the, the HD, what do they call it, the... You bought the, 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 you bought the better version of the version I bought, whereas <laughs> I got, like, one game, you got, like, eight or something, so... No, 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 I got the one game. I got Ultra... Oh, okay. I have Ultra so Street both... Fighter 2. I'm still waiting for, um, the collection to come down in price, because I already have Street Fighter 2. I don't need to pay 40 bucks for the only other game I'll play, Street Fighter 3. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> nice. Aren't you glad you had me on today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we missed you. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I'll take uh, your mom. There. Next, that, my quota play. is full. There you go. <laughs> Only took two hours. <laughs> um, I'll go. I'll go next real quick, just because I really don't have a lot to talk about. Um, I I have a lot of stuff coming this week. Um, because I got a review code today, um, and I'm buying one, two, three games tomorrow when I get paid, because Nintendoons sold me on one, and two others came out today that I'm very interested in. Um, so the only thing I have to talk about... Go ahead, Justin. I, 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 I find it comforting, and yet at the same time not, that you're like me in that you'll hear the music from a game and instantly think, I need to try to play this game. As oh, if no, good I'm, music I'm has horrible. anything to do with whether the game is fun to play or not. <laughs> I, I I simultaneously love and hate Nintendoons because it is so expensive. I have to buy the soundtracks if they're... if Like, if I'm listening to them on YouTube and I like them, I have to buy the soundtrack to, to support the developer. I'm a weirdo. There it is, folks. The real reason um, why we stopped doing Nintendoons every week. Yeah, it, it, was, it was so I could have some money to actually still buy some games. Um, but then, if I like the soundtrack enough, I'll go buy the game, too. Or, if I, ha- if I have a game that I really, really like... I'll buy the soundtrack just because I feel like I have to have it to support the game. Um, so, Steve, what games have you been playing this week? Or what soundtracks I... have you been listening to? <laughs> yeah. As the case may be. Well, actually, I have been listening to some good music. I got the new Zelda uh... Symphony CD. Um, but that's another story. Mm. Um, Eugene is going to be mad at me here in just CD. a second. 
because I'm going to be talking about <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. Um, oh boy! I've well, been getting. It's been fun, folks. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And there went Justin. Bye, Justin. <laughs> Even though he's still there. Um, but yeah, so I realized I'm nearly done with the game. Lies. Which, which you guys are going to be happy about. I'm a lot closer to being done than I thought. I've Only co- another hundred hours. <laughs> no, I, I actually think it's less than that at this point. Because really? I've completed five out of ten adventure maps. And the other five that I have... And that's the thing, is I thought there was 14, there's only ten. Um, so I'm halfway there on adventure maps, and the maps I have left are all... I've got one that's at 81%, and the others are between 90 and 95% complete already. So I stopped working on adventure mode for a minute to start getting all of my warrior's badges complete because I'm still missing a lot of defense and whatever the third tier badges are. And there's even still some there's even still some attack badges I'm missing for characters like Yuga and um, Ravio and Medley. Um, so I'm missing a lot of theirs. So what I did was I made a spreadsheet. I made a spreadsheet of exactly what material. You you have just gone full full on nerd there. There's no going back. I I never even made a spreadsheet for Monster Hunter, you guys. Like, I just kind of would write down, and we'd be like, okay. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, me and Mike, back in the day, and we made one for you too. Um, we used to, I would go into Photoshop and I would Photoshop all of the different symbols for the monsters that you'd see on the quest. Uh-huh. And I would put a crown next to them if you had a large or a small crown. We had like cards that we made up. Okay, so see, I'm not the only complete nerd on this so show. So you're in the same ballpark. Justin, Mine I love that. Mine was just that's, artistic that's, expression that's, that's, and yours not... is like nerdy corporate spreadsheet. Except, yeah, Justin, I don't, th- that, I don't think either of you should Hyrule feel better. Warriors. I'm playing Definitive Edition. I'm going to need you to fix that for me. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so I made I made a spreadsheet and then it got worse. I found a spread another spreadsheet that some other dude made. It tells you what characters are in what levels with how many drops. It tells you what levels is recommended for grinding out certain materials based on how many drops there are and how common they are. It tells you what um, uh, thing from the apothecary you need to use. So yeah, so I've been playing Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> We have broken Lucas. <laughs> I promise next week I'll have something new and probably interesting to talk about. <laughs> no, that was very interesting. That was an interesting and very that new. Was, well, we, we all learned something today. <laughs> that I need a life? No, that, I, I wish I could that, unlearn it, but... <laughs> no, what happened, what happened that four days is what happens when I'm cooped up with a dog that I need to watch to make sure she doesn't scratch her stitches out. Yeah. I'm literally stuck to the couch. And when I do go places, she has to come with me. All so. right. Well, now I don't feel nearly as bad telling you guys that I have like five Skyrim accounts going at the same time. And I'm like <laughs> considering them all part of one Marvel-esque story. <laughs> so, oh God. so let's start with oh that. <laughs> That's a good transition. Oh, God. Eugene's like, I've what is playing... wrong with this show? <laughs> I've, been, oh, I've, been, I've been playing Skyrim. That's I don't want to know what the timeline for your Skyrim that's about, looks like. That's about all I'm going to go into detail with with that game. Um, another game that I've been playing that I, I kind of resent myself for picking up again because I've already played it, but Stick of Truth. 
which is again fun to play. Um, but I don't have much it's, more to say about it, it that hasn't already been said on this show. It's the best um, Super Mario RPG game since the original. Second only to Steven Universe. Um, but the game that I actually want to talk about is a game that I picked up a long time ago on this show that I think I got Eugene to buy, too. Um, remember when I was on that big Yu-Gi-Oh! kick a few years ago? Or, I guess, a year ago? And I bought um, that Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel game, which was, like, the newest one at the time. It's, like, two years old now, but that was a thing. And I oh, it, and yep, I was like, yeah, I do I remember like, you talking about I that I was one. like, I don't understand what the heck XYZ summons are and Synchro Fusions and all these things that came out that I don't get. Cause and I I'm lost. Looking at the, I stopped doing the show <laughs> back in, like, the late t- or early 2000s. Um, well, I have dedicated myself to learning the new rules because I've been bored and I've been wanting to play with my cards again, and nobody in real life plays with them anymore. So um, I picked up the game, and I built a new deck. I guess I, nostalgia be gone. I'm going to try to learn with the new cards. And I, I spent some time. I learned how to play, and I started playing. And I was better, but I was still getting destroyed. And then I realized the game has a difficulty feature. And if you slide the difficulty from medium to easy, the game plays exactly like the old game on the Game Boy Advance. So um, I've I've been playing does, Yu-Gi-Oh. Does does a it lot. change your skin color like South Park? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm really happy with this game now. This was a game that when I got it, I was kind of bummed out about, and like the first thing I did was go back and play the old game because I didn't understand the new rules. Now that I'm kind of getting into them again, it's like, cool, you know? This is like a part of my childhood that I lost a long time ago, and now I get to kind of like remember what that was like, you know? I mean, I used to, I I think I've told this story before, but like, we used to wait during the summer for like the people to leave the houses they were building next door, and then we would like go into the house, like we'd sneak into the houses, we'd go in, the doors didn't have locks on them yet, and we'd each like take a room, and we'd just go from room to room, like battling each other and stuff. Like that, that was a big part <laughs> that, of my childhood growing up. God, that has right to now? have been the saddest trespassing arrest ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your it parents was, uh, listening? Was... Are you going to get in trouble? <laughs> yeah, no, they're fine. I'm pretty sure they knew. Um, <laughs> That's even no, we, sadder. We we also did have one well, time could be worse. Him, um... he, he could be vandalizing or doing drugs. He's just breaking we, we into have, people's yeah. houses and playing cards. We did have one time where um, the owners came back and we had to all jump out like the back window, but that's a different thing. Oh. Um, we also went upstairs that were like just planks, which probably wasn't that safe. <laughs> anyway, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, so that was that was a thing. We, we spent a good couple of summers like really into that game. So I'm happy to get that back, you know? And seeing as how I feel like the... computers oh. are all I'm going to get these days, I'll take them. So, uh, so I have a question. The tangentially related, because you know, Pika. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but um, y- y- kids nowadays are really into the Pokemon's cards, and uh, mine included. And and so I got uh, my older kid who really wanted Pokemon cards for for Christmas, which he got. But I also got him the Pokemon trading card game, the Game Boy Color Ooh. game on the game Virtual Boy? Console. Yeah. Yes. And he's been playing a little bit because I wanted him to actually learn how to play the game instead of just, you know, looking at the cards like he usually does. And uh, so as somebody who plays those types of games and probably played the Pokemon trading card game both physically and digitally at some point, would you say that for someone like me, 
the Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy Color would be a good way to teach me how to play the game? Um, I wasted all of your time on that because you said Yu-Gi-Oh! I never learned how to play the Pokemon card game because I thought it was confusing. <laughs> so I just collected the cards and looked at them. That... Yu-Gi-Oh! was a lot easier to play, so that's what I did with my <laughs> Um Eugene, you seem to have an opinion on Justin's question. Why don't you answer it? It'll, it'll teach you the old rules, Justin, but it... It, yeah, it, it definitely yeah, it, will teach you. How it's to outdated. Well, see, it's it's kind of like um, when I when I, t- I talked to Eugene about this privately a few days ago, and Eugene was like, "Oh yeah, I I started playing Magic around the time that I like dropped off of Yu-Gi-Oh and everything." And like like you mm-hmm. you brought up the point that all of these card games have gotten more and more complicated as they've gone on. I mean, like Pokemon in general yeah. has too. Like now there's Mega Evolutions and there's the Stones that have the extra abilities and abilities are a thing. If you only played Gen 1, you wouldn't know about those. But like games get a lot more confusing as like the years go on and they have to keep adding new mechanics. So you're, you're probably right, right Steve. Um, well, yeah, be because good, like, the, entry level, but... the Game Boy Color game actually came out before Baby Pokemon did. And so it doesn't even feature any of the baby Pokemon or the baby Pokemon rules in that well, game. Well, then, like, there's, there are Megas that have, like, a Link card to them, and EXs have, like, their own rules, and you can only have, like, one EX in a deck or something. Well, and then there's Shining Pokemon and Dark Pokemon and GX and EX so short and story, Team Up Pokemon. Short story, yes, <laughs> Justin. Long story, maybe no. You'll so what you're saying is stick to playing Pokemon. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, um, like like see that's the thing too. Like I when I picked up this Yu-Gi-Oh game a couple of years ago, I was like I liked it as a kid. How complicated could it be? And like every generation, which there's been like six six iterations of this show. Like every time they did a new show, they added a completely new gimmick. And you have to like learn all the gimmicks to be caught up. That's, so it's like I don't know, I don't know what anything is between the years like 2002 <laughs> and 2018. But I know what a fusion is, and I know what an XYZ summon is, and that's all I'm using to play the game. That's like there's so. there's a card game that I used to play all the time with my friends called Bang. I don't know if any of you heard of it. It's a hmm. spaghetti western themed kind of light role-playing game, but it's faster paced and less complicated. Um, but, uh, you know, so I got the original game, and then they came out with an expansion with more cards, and I got that, and that added new rules to it. And then there was another expansion that had cards that changed the rule with every turn, and then they added a new monetation system in a store. And a, Like, I would love to teach, like, my new friends how to play this game but it's so complicated i barely know all of the new rules anymore one more thing and then right. I, I'm, I'm done because that's all i've been talking about but one more thing they are coming out with a Yu-Gi-Oh game on the switch that launches next year at least in japan but i think it's got a worldwide release and one of the cool things they're doing with it because i think konami realizes that the rules are really weird these days they're allowing you to limit it by like decks and rules and stuff so, like, old-timey players like me and... I'm lumping you in, Eugene, because I need another example. But like, like, maybe a me and Eugene who, like, watched, like, the first show and understood those rules. We can say, like, you can only play with these cards. And you can go back and build, like, a deck from, like, your child. Like, I like that. I think that's a cool idea. It doesn't exclude new players who want to use new cards. But it allows people who grew up with, like, the original stuff to go back and just say, I just want to play this way. So, good on them for doing that. That's kind of cool. Hmm. So, for sure. 
So two things before we switch out of yours and into mine. Um, EP Nothead okay. wants to know which Yu-Gi-Oh game you played as a child. Um, my favorite was the Eternal Duelist Soul, which was basically just like straight up card games with like a little calendar system with bonus events and stuff. I also played like Rashif of Destruction or something. I forget what it was called, which was more of a traditional RPG, also on the Game Boy Advance. But I didn't understand it at all because I lost like every battle because I really sucked at Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> as a kid, but I still like the game. Well, then he also says that Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links is where it's at. And I had to look yes, that up. Apparently, that, it's a free-to-play like game that it's you can a get mobile, on your iOS. Yeah, it's a mobile Android. game. Yeah. And I think it's like traditional. I think it's it's catered toward like the kids that are now in their 20s and 30s who grew up with it, who like don't understand all this new crap. So it just has like the old cards and stuff. But yeah, supposedly it's really cool. So I think the Switch version is sounding like it's kind of going to be a console version of that. Which, if so, I'm excited because, you know, I'd like to play with some other real people again sometime. But it's one of those things that, like, you don't really go out of your way to do as an adult who respects themselves. Like, it's enough just to (laughs) talk about it on a show with three other nerds. You don't really want to go to your local library and be like, come on, let's play some Yu-Gi-Oh! Well, and it's also, like, hard enough in this, you know, as you get older, to get together with friends. Like, one of the reasons Bang became, and, and later on Apples to Apples, you know, became, like, big games for me was because I had friends who lived a couple blocks away who would come over a few times a week and then every weekend we would get together and drink and play games and so we had these now you know I'm older I have a job I have kids you know I have friends who my friends live like 20 30 sometimes 100 miles away so like these aren't options for us anymore because you know we're old and life sucks well, and I mean, even if it is, like, I have a friend who you, who was one of the friends I used to play with and stuff, but I, I'm sure he got rid of all of his cards and stuff when he got older. Even if he didn't, it's like, A, it's, it's kind of weird. It's weird to sit down and play cards with another grown man. And B, even if you were into all that stuff, collecting cards, like physical cards, is hard these days. It's also expensive. Because you have to go out to the store and buy a ton of packs and hope you get the cards you want. But you're not going to get them because cards were the original <laughs> blind boxes. <laughs> and you just you had to buy, like, thousands of dollars worth of cards yeah. to build a halfway decent so, going so through instead, that with my kids that, right now, actually. Yeah, yeah then you're yeah, on yeah, eBay it, looking for specific cards. Then you got to find one that's in decent yeah. condition for a decent and price. And I will say again, one of the nice things about Yu-Gi-Oh! over Pokemon cards cards is they're a lot less rare a lot less valuable and if you're looking for one online you can get it for like 10 cents <laughs> instead of 10 dollars so that's cool because Yu-Gi-Oh was popular for like five for like minutes about years. 20 years ago Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh was <laughs> yeah. like the Beyblade slash uh, uh, I don't even know oh yeah name. Beyblade came back my my yeah it was it was it was right there with all those yeah. shows but to the kids that grew up with it it was really special so long story really long story short I'm really happy I found that easy mode in this game because it's fun going back and playing a game I grew up on. Eugene, what have you been playing lately? Well, guys, (laughs) this is going to be real exciting for everybody. I've been playing a game, a new game that um, just came out. It's called um, Pokemon Go. (laughs) Um, Exciting. Nice. I've never heard of this one. Can you explain to me the rules? You can catch Pokemon in the real world? Is that how that works? Yeah, it it uses this thing called AR. (laughs) AR, what does that stand for? Um, augmented reality, Lucas. So, wow. It is very interesting. Is... You can see the Pokemon in the real world and catch them. 
So this wait, is, they're not actually uh, there or ghosts? This or? is almost as fascinating as that asshole that's always on this show talking about Hyrule Warriors in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the only thing I want to talk about is we went raiding this weekend with a friend of ours, and that was really fun. However, Rayquaza, or how do you say that stupid Pokemon's name? Rayquaza. Rayquaza? Rayquaza. Yeah, whatever Rayquaza the sounds name is, French. We, we raided Rayquaza. six of them. Six of them. I'd my like a Rayquaza with my, butter, my, please. Uh, catch one, did you? My, my fiancé's friend caught all six. My fiancé yeah. caught five. I, on the other hand, caught one Pokemon from okay. the raid, and I was so okay. mad. Well, at least you caught one. Okay, so when I went out raiding, I was instinct. And I was like, I'm going to get me a Zapdos. And I went Thank out raiding, and I didn't catch one freaking Zapdos. And that was when I stopped playing Pokemon Go. Because if I don't get the toys If I wouldn't unlocked, have caught I one, I probably would have done the all. same thing. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating, Dude, right? Like, I have an idea for a new segment. Siri well, reads Pokemon names. Pokemon Go. <laughs> ready? Rayquaza. Rayquaza. No, Requaza is what she said. Rayquaza. That's right. She's a Rayquaza. God. Yeah, Rayquaza. But yeah, Pokemon Go, that's, that's still a that's thing. Not what you um, said. We did have fun raiding. It, it, it always is fun to go out on the weekends or on a community day, even if it, it wasn't a community day this weekend. But there's just so many people out walking around. And, you know, you can just talk to people and just to, you know, get to, get to socialize in a bit. Lucky. And that's what I think is fun about Pokemon Go. So we did that. Um, other than that, that's really been it. I. I've been getting back into Smash Bros. a lot lately, just kind of playing that um, online because I like to torture myself. Um, so that's a thing. And then the only other thing that I barely dipped my toes into, and I, I want to play this more because we got this for review. It's it's a game called Grease, G-R-I-S. Like the oh, we got one of the... I didn't yeah, realize yeah, we, we got we a review code one. for that. I totally would have nabbed that if well, I'd known. <laughs> We actually got two of them. I think one of I think maybe one of our um, other people has, <coughs> and I could be wrong about that. I know we got one because it's on my console for sure. But uh, yeah, I thought we I, only got one of the. I thought the one we got two of was that twelve is better than six. Oh whatever. yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But um, yeah, I really, really want to put some time into this game because it really is beautiful and it looks. Um, it, it's been getting rave reviews when it came out last month. So yeah, I definitely. Actually, I think it came out in January now. But anyways, I don't remember, yeah, but yeah, I've been one. hearing a lot of good things about it. And it seems like it's right up my alley because it's more experiential than than challenge, and you know, like I I love games that and just like kind of put me. About... Yeah, yeah, and, and like you were talking about last week, it's less Metroidvania, more just straight platformer, go from A to B. So right. So yeah, that, that's really been it on my playlist. Um, all right, well, uh, that's it. We made it to, through all the playlists. Oh boy, it's, there's a, it's apparently dinner time over at the house of Alice. That's the end of show cat meow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, but before we get out of here, we're going to tell the people where you can find us if you want to hang out with us during the week. Um, Steve, where is that place for you? Um, so I've actually been doing a little bit more Twitch streaming lately, and so you can look for me over at twitch.tv slash gentus. 
Um, and you can find me on Twitter way too much during the day at Gentis1. And I want to give a quick little plug to Matt since he left early. Um, his Twitter handle is at Xbox Mantain. M A N T A I N. T I A N. Excuse me. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'll put it on Twitter. I'll tag him. M- Mantine the Pokemon? I don't know. I think it's a play on his name. Hmm. So. It's seem into Pokemon. So. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Justin, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, you can also follow my Disney tweetings at Utilidork. I'll do something with the website, I promise. It's only been like five months since I last wrote on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's always still time. Jobs suck. Fair enough. Um, Tell me about it. Uh, Lucas, where can the people find you? Uh, Well, you can find me at your local library trading my dark magician for a blue eyes white dragon. (laughs) Um, You can also find me on my website. That's a bad trade. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I I really like dark magician. Um, You can find me at my website, which is chromatichue.com. You will notice if you logged in as of a week ago, there's a little link at the bottom of the homepage that brings you to my Twitch account, which is twitch.tv slash chromatic underscore hue. The reason I have a Twitch account is because every Thursday as of last Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern time, I am streaming work on my game for at least an hour, maybe longer if I get into the groove. Um, If you want to check that out, check it out. If you don't want to check it out, I totally understand because it is not going to be the most interesting thing in the world. But if watching me work on a game is cool to you, you should do that. I tend to ramble a lot and I got into some pretty deep, like, why are we here questions last time. So enjoy that, I guess. I can't really think and work at the same time. So I just start talking. Um, also, if you can't remember the time and or website that I do all this stuff on, you can go to my twi- Twitter. I was going to say Twitter. Twitter. You go to my Twitter, which is at Chromatic Q. And I will probably post there when I have a live stream going, but no promises because social media is the devil. I get eight hours of it at work and then I'm off it. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, um, you can find me and everything I'm doing at Infendo Eugene on Twitter, also at Infendo on Twitter to keep up with everything Infendo is doing. But go to Infendo.com, join our Discord, join our Discord, (laughs) add your friend code to the friend code channel, all the fun things. Uh, But yeah, you know, you can even join our Patreon from there if you'd like, that'd be great as well. So, alright kids, we made it to the end of the show. Thank you, Matt, for joining us earlier today. That was fun. Thank you, Justin, for joining us at the end. We're glad you made it. Um, With that, thank you from Infendo Radio, and we are out. Come on, Lucas. (laughs) Bye-bye! Peace. Got an idea for something you want to hear on the show? Email us directly at tips at infendo.com and get your suggestions in today.